the Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios, located inside the River House at East River Nine. Be lifted to experience the wonder of John and Lance as they commence to birdie the third hole of Del Olalea. Now, that's some golf. I went back to Ohio. Good Friday morning, everybody. John and Lance along with Dell. We are live at East River 9. Going to be here all day broadcasting live. Glad you could join us. Hope you can come out. East River 9. We love it here. Unfortunately, I don't know that today is really golf weather per se. It's great golf weather. Holy crap. Because there's no golf. (laughs) (laughs) That to you is the best golf weather? It's definitely not going to be golf Well, I mean, allegedly it'll clear up around noon. So if you 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 have an early day... I'm not sure that's going to matter. One o'clock, two o'clock. I don't know. You had to ford through a river to get here today. I'm just trying to get the East River Nine people to let let them know that I'm not killing their day today like you are. About noon, it'll clear up. Well, here's the deal. There's so much more to do here. That's true. You got a sports bar. You got a restaurant. You got pickleball. You got. uh, It's a beautiful view. I mean, this is a great place to sit on the board. It's going to get nicer out here today. It's much better than it was. Holy crap! It was. It was raining sideways when I got up this morning. Rain sideways just coming in. Yeah. It's crazy yeah, out no, there. Be careful out there. It's, uh, it's when, you, when you got off uh, f- 59 yeah. to I-10. And I splashed around the water. Like, uh-oh, oh, I'm not going to stall no, out no, here, Dude, if it keeps yeah. coming, and that is go. going to be, yeah. I didn't realize it got like that. Well, I mean, it's just called coming downhill. But, yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be a little nasty until about 10 a.m. this morning. Yeah. So uh, be careful out there on your yeah. way to work. And just listen to us. Sit in your car and yeah. just listen. And I got some really, really, really horrific news about tomorrow night's game. Oh. Tomorrow night would be Colts-Texans. That's right. The only game on. Okay. Prime time. We're going to call the Texans prime time. Well, they are in prime time. Do you believe now? <laughs> yes, I, I do believe they're in prime time for the first time. But this do year. you believe now? Yes, I believe About now. the game? About the Texans. Oh, well, he's got horrific news. Horrific news. 84% of the bets, 89% of the bets are on the Texans. Mm -hmm. 94% of the money. Mm -hmm. That's the worst thing that could possibly happen. Yeah. Now, and it feels like the Texans are the better team. We talked about it yesterday on the show, later in the show. Everything about this, you, you say, okay, well, Texans, I don't know the Texans have a better defense. Their defensive, the Texans have done a nice job. The the, the Texans have a better defense. The Colts have a better defensive line. The Texans are better defensively. Yeah. They're much better against the run. Texans are actually good against the They're run. And the Colts against are bad the against the run. Yeah. Teams just don't run it enough on the Colts. Yeah. They could run it more. Right. They only, the, and, they're 27th in the league, but they give up 100, and, and only 127 yards a game. They don't. They just, teams don't run it enough. Yeah. Not against enough. Against the Colts. Even though so. they're 27th in the league. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of that is just. The Texans know. will. I don't know what it is. I think they will try to, but. So you think the, I think the Colts will be more than happy with them trying to win a game with Singletary over over yeah. uh, C.J. Stroud, but I would argue that in this offense, if the running game gets going, C.J. is going to be really good uh, with the play action stuff. Yeah. So the Colts, if the Texans run the ball well, they're going to win. If they don't run the ball well, they could still win. And that's that. By the way, is the Texans' weakness play action? Yeah, and the, because Jalen Jalen seems to be a step behind every single. Well, and that's play. why if the Colts are able to run it on you, you've got problems. You got real problems. Because but but, they, but nobody's running it on the Texans this year. Literally, yeah, nobody runs it on the Texans. Not, you can't. Not not much. Not. I mean, Derrick Henry used to destroy this team. Nothing. Boop boop boop. Nothing. Well, John, well, we're going to get a good look with that offensive line and Jonathan Taylor. We're going to get a good look because yeah. and the Trey Colts, Sermon. Yeah, and Trey Sermon. The Colts are going to, uh, they, you know, it's in their best interest with Gardner Minshew to run the ball well and and play off of that with some play action and, and control. Let Gardner Minshew be a clock a game manager as opposed to a guy who has to make a bunch of plays on. You know, the real key is keeping them behind the sticks. If you keep him third and seven, third and six, you're going to be in pretty good shape. If it gets to third and four, third and three, it's it's just so much different game. I know it sounds like two or three. Yards is not a big deal, but it, it actually is from a play calling standpoint and timing of the routes and all of that. So I uh, I like the Texans here, and I can see why the public does too. But you're going on the road to the Colts. That's a problem. It's a, it's a Colts team that, you know, um, I mean, both of these teams feel like teams that would lose this game. This is going to sound weird, but 
if you know you can make an argument, well, the Texans just aren't weren't ready to win yet. Well, the Colts just you know Gardner Minshew has been too up and down, and the Colts you know have not held serve at home the way that they need to this year. There's reasons to doubt both teams going into this one, but so when I what well, somebody's got to come out of it. I, they both have good coaches, good head coaches, yeah. and so Steichen versus D'Amico. So what I look, I just really write down okay. There's a lot of stuff that cancels each other out, and then I get to Stroud versus Minshew, and I feel good about that. Yeah. I feel good about Stroud versus Minshew. I feel good about Fairbairn versus Matt Gay. I feel good about um, – I don't feel great about offensive line versus their defensive line. There's things I don't like at all, but I do feel – I'd feel good that they don't have a Tank Dell-type wide receiver. I mean, they've got a Nico Collins-type guy, but Texans have Stingley who does a nice job on those kind of receivers. So yeah, but I just I just Alec go away Pierce from Stingley. Yeah, but Alec Pierce is not a, a volume target. Like they have not really done that. This no, year. but he's a big play guy, and he that's can. what that's what the Texans have to stay away from. Well, you can't let him hit the forty-five the Texans yard Texans give pass. up big yeah. plays. Yeah. that's the problem. I don't think the Colts. Now the Colts have scored. They've scored some points this year, but I don't think the Colts. I don't think Gardner Minshew is going to be able to just. And I don't think the offensive line with the ta- their tackles are going to be able to withstand long drives without getting holding penalties. So if you can really keep them in front of you and, ex- and force them to try to extend drives, I think the – I just – I don't know that the Colts are going to be successful that way. They need those chunk plays. They really do. I would argue that you don't have to have them now with the Texans. I mean, unfortunately, you may end up in a, with a bunch of field goals again, but we have a kicker who can do that. So yeah, I'm less worried about it. But I do – Texans just need to start converting some of these field goals into touchdowns. That's it's been tougher since Tank's been gone. That's for sure because he was a red zone. You know he would have ended up with ten touchdowns. He he would have been oh yeah as a rookie he would have had over ten tu- two yeah. touchdowns. He might have been in you know yeah. the final three or four for rookie of the year. I mean Puka Nakua he, absolutely yeah, should, deserves to be there. I mean Cooper Cup. If it wasn't for CJ. Puka Nakua. Oh, he would run away. Run away. He's, 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 he's like the greatest rookie receiver ever this year. Mm-hmm. Here's a dude that is, you know, he, Tank would have been an alternate as far as the pro, a Pro Bowl alternate. Puka Nakua is, is, an, is, an, is a Pro Bowler. Dude, I kind of just checked out on Puka Nakua because the Puka Nakua train I thought would slow no, down after slow Cooper down Cup got here. Okay, five touchdowns, big deal. He has 101 catches for 1,445 yards. Yeah, he's ridiculous. What? What? And with and 14. this is a guy three yard average. that has Cooper Cup he on was, his team. What, what, when was he drafted? He was a late-round pick, right? He wasn't undrafted. What, what, what was he drafted? I mean, I'm the one who wrote him up. I said he was a great ball winner. I questioned whether he could separate. I remember that. Yeah, I'm like, you but were, boy, you when, the ball, that one. when the ball gets there, though, he's going to catch it. Like, he had great ball Oh, skills. you know what? He's got that hanging up in his locker room. I Probably. can't separate, huh, Lance Erlein? Probably. Yeah, yeah. What okay. an awful teammate you are. What? What'd I say? Boy, you missed that one. His <laughs> <laughs> fifth-round pick. The 177th pick. Fifth-round pick is going to – this is why – all the grinding of teeth about losing draft spots to me is always so. I get it, and it'll never go away. Yeah, but thank God but, they lost a draft spot last year. That's what I'm saying. In yeah. the history of, <sighs> I think they would have drafted Bryce Young. I think he was the yeah, safe, absolutely face of, the safe face of the face of the team prospect. I think he would have interviewed well. I think he probably did interview well so, with the Texans. Somebody somebody tweeted me, John. It, stop saying he would have drafted Bryce Young. Look at all the quarterbacks that they drafted for the Patriots. Not one small guy. Every single guy. Their their mo is big quarterback. This isn't Patriots. I know. Look at who the 49ers just drafted. Brock Purdy. Yeah, you know, and, Purdy's well, not a big guy. No, and, and Trey was Lance with him isn't that big a guy. Well, Trey's got decent size. So he's a, he's tall. He's it doesn't new. matter. Well, Bryce. Okay, go show me the quarterback who looks like Bryce Young. Yeah. And you got Kyler Murray and Baker Mayfield, smaller guys, but though they didn't draft like the idea that. Okay, so show me the guys that Frank Reich ever quarterback. They were all six four taller, yeah. and they drafted Bryce Young. So, come on now. If and if you tell me, well, that's the owner jumped in. Okay. Well, the owner may have jumped in on yeah. on Bryce Young as well. Yeah, on that one. Yeah, so well, just like he might have, we, we tried, he might have jumped in on C.J. Stroud. We, we don't know what happened. I don't know what Hannah said. Here's what we here's what we do know. What we do know is that loss may have saved him. 
It saved him. So let's stop crying about no, when no, you no, lose. No, 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 like, absolutely. And the next day, I was like, "Can everybody? I, uh, what, what? It's one guy. You you lost one guy. One uh, guy. There's. You know what? There's a. I don't know if you heard. There's a lot of other guys to draft after him. Well, as the draft got closer, I'm like, "Ugh, that was a big loss because now you may end up with Will Anderson and two, uh, or maybe C.J. Stroud." But I didn't think they're going Stroud because I I thought I just didn't think they're going Stroud. So I thought, you may go Will Anderson. Now you're looking for a quarterback. Or if you go Stroud, I mean, you know, you lose that on Bryce Young. And what happens? You play it out. And, yes, it's a better situation here. But you play it out, and you wouldn't change it for the world. And we're having conversations about how many first-rounders would C.J. Stroud get? Three? Two? Three? If if he got traded right now. That's the conversation we have. What would Bryce Young go for? I don't know. I mean, it's 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 well the wins and losses – Talent evaluation wins out. Puka Nakua is an example of that. Tank Dell's an example of that in the third round. Yeah. And and and, and I saw a lot of tweets. You know, the Bears got the first pick with Carol, Carolina's pick, obviously, and the Bears got it. And somebody tweeted out, can, I, can we stop with this should they or shouldn't they draft um, Caleb Williams? Justin Fields has never finished in the top fifty, top half of the league this is in QBR. He never wins. They don't win anything with Justin. My argument last year was he, they he's not a good pocket. Can we stop? So they would have ended up with Stroud had they drafted a quarterback because they wouldn't have drafted Bryce Young in that weather. And with that wind, he doesn't have that kind of arm. They would have ended up with Stroud. And I remember having the conversation right here on this show where we talked about the, uh, you know, the theory of would you – would you dra- Would you trade Justin Fields? And people just I don't, every- no, that's not, no. Let's not forget though. No, it's the organization. It ain't the general manager. But this is. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put Drake May. I don't think Drake May is out of the question here. Well, I this don't. is the this is the team that drafted Trubisky. Well, no, I don't think. Uh, well, I think. I think. I think the personality stuff, the testing. There's. I think there's going to be a lot of things. Uh, there's a lot to play out here from a from a draft standpoint. I mean, the one thing Ryan Poles had in Kansas City is he had Pat Mahomes and they traded up and they got Pat Mahomes because they saw something special in his makeup but he also had really he had excellent tools and people compare Caleb Williams tools with Pat Mahomes yeah. I don't know about I don't know about Drake May um, I don't know which direction Ryan Poles will go I do know that if you draft you know I do think I, I personally just believe that you got to trade Justin. Believe. I personally believe that Justin Fields has got to be traded, and I would have considered it last year. But um, how about you I, went I, through I, another year? That's fine. But now you got two first rounds. I just saw again. a list of of Pittsburgh Steeler potential starting quarterbacks next year. Justin Fields is on the list. If well, I'm are, the Steelers, and I don't, and you know, if well, I don't if care. Michael those, Penix isn't around when I'm drafting. Those are poor teams. I don't care what those poverty teams do. <laughs> We're looking for quarterbacks. Those are poor teams. Those poor teams are the ones who. Who have to well, get you have quarterback? To talk. You can't just. Yeah, how about having that's some your charity job, in life? But that's his a, job. Yeah, no, that's legitimately his job. Having some charity about those now, teams. Now that you're rich and you're living on Park Avenue with C.J. Stroud, yeah. now all of a sudden you can't talk about the poverty teams. No, I, I don't want to talk. You've about been the a poor. poverty team. I don't want to talk about the. You poor. know, you're supposed to bring people up with you as, yeah. as you as you. No, 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 Lance. Not him. Out, you know what? When I moved out of that neighborhood, you know, Lance is just stepping when on When I moved out of that neighborhood, no wonder he's CJ Stroud. No wonder he doesn't like LeBron. LeBron I, brought all his buddies up. Lance would leave all his buddies behind. All, you, all my you? buddies like the the Bears and the the Panthers. Yeah, and your buddies. All yeah. those buddies. You're the, I moved out of that neighborhood. No, you're in the NFL. I moved out of that neighborhood so that I could get to a safer neighborhood, and we no, made it. You're in the NFL. We you guys, made it. You guys are a commune. You're supposed to no, support we made it. everybody. We got out of that neighborhood, we're and moving on we up. are never. Yeah, we are moving on up, and well, we don't. He, I don't deal with the poor. You now. can't even remember. You, I don't remember where I came from. It's which is terrible because you suffered through two Case Keenum games already, so it's it can go that way very quickly uh, again for you. Dubs, uh, yeah, one, one, one well, dub, one dub, one dub, all right. one and dub. then bench for Davis Mills. Mm. You suffered. You, that was oh. a bench. It, it was very recently. Was, you was you an actual bench. It was like, wait a minute, this, my, all my stocks are crashing. I got Case Keenum and Davis <laughs> oh, yeah, Mills out my there. My house burns down. I don't <laughs> yeah. like that either. Well, just for, uh, it just burned the kitchen. Yeah, like, like Tyreek Hill. Hill, like Tyreek Hill, like Joe Biden. Or yeah, I was Tyreek Hill. That just happened. A room burned <laughs> oh. down at Tyreek Hill's home. Um, so you just you just suffered through bad quarterback play. You're like, ah, forget about those guys. I'm not poor anymore. I'm uh, not. <laughs> I don't care about poor teams. Live don't have the, quarterbacks. <laughs> East River Nine. All right, we got great food here. We're gonna have breakfast here this morning. Uh, yeah, and but while we're doing the show, well, you'll be hearing us eat 
Okay, Towery, that's what happens. Uh, it's so many, so, so much stuff going on here. Uh, it's a sports bar. It's a pickleball courts. Uh, great clothes to choose. It's just, it's a, it's a, a clothing store. And uh, by the way, they got golf here. I'm not sure that I today's mean, the, the day. It's a clothing store. Well, right they sell clothes. They sell well, clothes. Yeah, but it's not a clothing store. It's a pro shop. Well, yeah, but you you buy you can buy clothes. It's so ever, many things, Lance. It's so many things. Do you ever go to Charlie Epps and say, "Hey," uh, or do you ever go to golf courses and say, "I yeah, would man. like for can you point me to your clothing store, yeah, good right. sir"? <laughs> yeah, I do. I, that's where I buy my clothes. You do. I buy my clothes there. Yeah. Uh, and so and and oh, by the way, they got all your favorite beers and cocktails, including Gentle Bend Spirits, right here at East River Nine. Taking a break, I got to talk about. Listen. You can come in here and dip, I think. But how about this? You're going to spit in the place, and you need a spit cup, or you're going to have a bottle that's got your spit all in it, and it's gross, and people are going to be are throwing up around you because you're gross. Here's the deal. Stop being gross. Stop endangering yourself with tobacco every day in the same place, every day, day in, day out, right there. And, you know, yeah, that's going to be real healthy for you. No, it's not. How about you go to 975dip.com. And you see hemp in a pouch made of hemp with CBD oil. And you're not going to spit it out because you want to swallow that because it's got CBD in it. And it's, a, it's got healing powers. CBD American Shaman is carrying them as well because they're saying, hey, this is a great product. If you're looking for a great way to wean yourself off that tobacco, then you go to 975dip.com, 975dip.com. ESPN 97.5 on YouTube. Dog Show. Dog Show! I am joined by my delicious friend, Mr. Rocky Balboa. And I'm, of course, joined by Mr. Bojangles. The Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios is currently nestled in the River House at East River Nine, a perfect place to observe the trench. Through the trench. With John and Lance. All right, welcome back to East River Nine here at, uh, on the uh, east side of town. Beautiful views here of downtown. The best views you're going to see at downtown. If you've never been here to East River Nine, come on by. See Nile. He's hanging out with us here this morning. So there is a way to get here, despite all the doom and gloom from John earlier. You, there, there are ways to get here. We found our way here. I mean, it wasn't comfortable, but we found a way. We sat in our cars for a while. Sir, I, we had to pick a window where we could, <laughs> where we could get out and get it into looks the like building. It's eased up. Some. Yeah, the, the heavy stuff is down towards Galveston. So if you're in, Holy if you're, crap, if you're in uh, Galveston. In that area, be be safe if, you, if you're driving into the city. But yeah, the it's pick, it's clearing out now. Let me ask you two. You guys had a particular attitude about Nick Casario early in the week, and now I bring up a point during the break, and you guys are whatever. Now, if you want to Who, trust, who's saying this? Jason, Jason Lockham for the Washington Post says Nick Casario would be yeah exactly. He would be open to return to New England if that possibility came up. Casario would Casario welcome. told him he would be this willing. Is, this is what he wrote. I doubt, no, there's no way he told him. No. I continue. Casario to, I continue. Yeah, it would be such a long-winded answer that that Glockafor would fall asleep. And it wouldn't be an, at the and at the end he'd say, "Well, he didn't answer the question." Exactly. He never does. This is what he says. I continue to hear that Texans GM Nick Casario would be open to a return to New England if such an arrangement could be worked out. He'd go back there. Trust me. One GM said. Hmm. That's that's just a GM saying. Yeah. So here's what that is. That is just one guy has told him that. Not I continue to hear. It's probably one guy, and it's a GM who he talked to and who just said, I guarantee you he'd go back there. That's just the guy's opinion. I mean, might he? Yeah. Would it? You know, would I think it's the end of the world? No. But I also think that he's, he's putting that out there after having a conversation with somebody who doesn't actually know. And probably Nick, I doubt Nick talks to other GMs about stuff like that. I think that's just a GM saying, I'll bet you he'd go back there. Oh, I guarantee he'd go back. I, I've had conversations with people like that, with executives and, and personnel guys from teams who, oh, I guarantee he'd do this. He told you that? No, but come on. You know he'd do this. Yeah, right. Oh, so it's coming from no place of fact. Now, let's put it out there. Since they'll put it out there, I don't think that's the end of the world. I honestly don't. I think, you know, we've already had discussions about where did – I don't know where the 
C.J. Stroud thing came from. I don't know if it was Sloic. I don't know if it was D'Amico. I don't know if it was Cal, if it was Hannah. I have no idea what the plan was uh, for, you know, what the what the final plan was going to be or who stepped in and who had the the biggest impact on that. Will Anderson, did, did, did D'Amico say, I've got to have Will Anderson. I'll let you have, you know, you can have, hey, Nick, i got to have him. Well, how about we do this? What if we draft C.J. Stroud and then we trade up, we can go from 10 to 3 or whatever it was, and then we'll go get Will Anderson. That feels like a D'Amico guy. Will Anderson does. He's from Alabama. He's got great football character. He's a pass rusher. Like, all that felt like D'Amico Ryans. Well, so, you know, yeah, having a GM make a trade, but it's not like they got over on Arizona with that trade. If anything, Arizona, you know, maximized yeah, the value. Yeah, but yet it's a uh, – you know what? I'm fi- are you fine with that trade well, now? Well, I am now, now yeah. Now, yeah. Yeah, on draft now that day, we've seen it'll, say, it'll no, sting yeah. a little more on draft day. Yeah, but, but um, yeah, I'm, but still – you got a guy who can actually play. If it was a Davenport oh. situation with the New Orleans, you'd be like, yeah. what the hell did you oh, do? No, no, right. So I don't, you know, I, I and I don't know um, who was, let's see, who's the second-round pick this year? Who'd they get in the second? This year? Who yeah. did the Texans get in the second yeah. round? They, was, was Nick, like, was Bobby Sloak the one who said, the guy we need to get in free agency is, is uh, Singletary? This guy fits us perfectly. They gave up their second-round pick for, for Will Anderson. Oh, that's Anderson. right. That's right. That's why I couldn't remember yeah. that. And then you had Tank Dell. You know, who was it who thought about Tank Dell? Like, are those – I don't know if those are – I'm going to give him credit for it as executive you year because he deserves credit yeah. for it. But what I'm saying is, do you think that all goes away, the evaluations of players go away if, 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 if Nick goes away? I don't know if that's the case because a new defensive guy, a new defensive mind, a new offensive mind came in. Yeah, well – Listen, he's done a hell of a job too with the Jimmy Wards and the Dalton Schultzes and Jimmy the Blake Ward Cashmans came over from, and the, from San Francisco. Yeah, right. That was but yeah, D'Amico. Blake but, Cashman, but yeah, right. Blake Cashman. Yeah. And, as opposed to the the guys that he was getting in years past, you know, that were mediocre. At, so it all changed right, yeah, after yeah. the new crew came. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I know because the other and oh, by the way, would Blake Cashman be this good if D'Amico wasn't running the defense? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's he's athletic. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, right. I don't know. I, but but I do think Nick deserves the credit. Like I've always been a big believer. If you if you criticize a guy for the bad stuff, you have to give him credit for the good stuff. Yep. You can't. It can't just be one. You have to do both. And to me, if you look at the totality of what the Texans have done, Nick Casario, the general manager, deserves to be executive of the year. That's just a fact. I don't even know that it's close. Man, when we were I, going I through it yeah. yesterday, like I can't think of anyone else who has had. But here's the question: the so question we looked is, at the over unders. Yeah. Um, did you get you got that yesterday, right? No. The over under totals uh, that we were Jimmy Shapiro sent it yesterday, and like how the teams perform versus their over unders, and which teams are currently. It's a big game. It's like six teams. Uh, Jacksonville's one of them to see if they go over nine and a half. The Texans were six and a half. They hit nine, and they showed the teams that went over. And I would argue that the Texans are the best who have outplayed their win total. The best. Yeah, no, no, nobody's exceeded expectations like the Texans have. No. The uh, pra- the, well, the, pra- the, the Rams actually, I think the Rams over-under was five-and-a-half wins. Really? Yeah. Texans were six-and-a-half. Rams were only five-and-a-half. That was ridiculous that the Texans were six-and-a-half, though. I mean, I, with a rookie quarterback, all of the things, everything about it. Yeah, I felt like they were... I felt like you couldn't really get a great value on no, that. No, there was no value on that. And yet, here they are uh, winning that. But the question is, is how much would you miss Nick Casario if, in fact, he does, a, you know what, the Patriots come calling? Because they need a general manager after Bill Belichick leaves. And Bill Belichick, we're, are we all in agreement that this is probably it for Bill Belichick? Yes. Yeah, right? And you know what? Now you've got two roles to fill. And if and they're probably looking at Nick Casario. We know Nick Casario. Nick Casario likes knows us. We like him. He's gone and look at what he's done there. He's put together a, a he we, he's proven himself. Come on back, Nick Casario. I could see well, where could that see would be. Kraft. Uh, yeah, Robert Kraft knows him and wants to feel like you know. Honestly, though, if you're Robert Kraft, don't you kind of want to get away from the Belichick way? Don't you want to get away from that dispassionate? But hasn't Nick Casario football? gotten away from it? Yeah, but Nick is a football robot. Yeah. His core. He's not, you know. I don't know. You won I don't know a lot Robert of Kraft, games with that robotic feeling. Yeah, but then you then he was also there as part of a, per, a personnel group that really helped the the demise of the of the New England Patriots. I mean, he was there for Mac Jones too. 
would Nick Casario go there with Bill O'Brien still there? What no, about, it'd be a new coach. Yeah, yeah. yeah what coach. about what about moving Bill O'Brien up to head coach of the Patriots? I'd do it if I were the Patriots. Yes, I'd right take now. a shot. And I mean, listen, he's got experience as a GM. Yes. If you wanted to save money, because that Belichick buyout, did you see what yeah. it's going to be? It's yeah. going to be expensive. So Bill O'Brien has has been head coach and yep. GM, and look at the success. Yeah, well, you've got Jaime Fairbairn. It's interesting that Laramie you, Tunsil. Yeah. I mean, I'm just naming Great Pro Bowlers. I'm just naming Pro Bowlers. It's Bowls. interesting that you would you would uh, you would do that for the Patriots because it's a story that came out yesterday about Bill O'Brien and a power struggle because he wanted a full offensive staff to himself and Bill Belichick said no. And so because of Bill O'Brien, the dynamics of that staff are all, according to a quote, the staff dynamic is completely effed. So, of course, they would want to make that man the head coach. Gee, who leaked that information out there? Who do you think? I mean, Gerard Mayo. He is so toxic. You think Gerard Mayo leaked it to get him out of there? Is that not believable? The guy who put Matt Patricia in charge of his offense? No, it's believable. I mean. And it's also believable that Bill O'Brien wouldn't keep it in-house, would scurry to a media member that he's friendly with to make sure that that gets out there to protect himself. OB will stab you in the back. I mean, there's no question about that. We've already, you know, we've seen that with Brian Game, but. We'll stab um, you to your face. Yeah, he'll, hey, you you spent two years with Nick Saban, couldn't get a head coaching job off of that, and Nick Saban and the, the, the fans, I think, wanted you gone. You go to the New England Patriots, nothing. Like, there was, it was, it was, you had no success this year. And I would also argue in, Bill O'Brien's, fa- uh, you know, in his defense, it's not like great offensive weapons over there. But um, what happens to him now? I mean, not that I really care that much, but we're like he's not the hot name. I think he goes back to college. He could try to be a pro. He might be a pro offensive coordinator again. Can't be fun to be on a staff with him. No, just impossible because he's had a taste of head coaching stuff. And so, uh, you know, being subservient. I mean, he did it with Nick Saban for two years. And then he went to Bill Belichick, who Saban and Belichick are great friends, obviously. If listen, if I'm a kid though, and I hear what you know he told Milrow, yeah, but Bryce Young, like, yeah, but Bryce, but Milrow played bad last year. How many when Bill O'Brien? How told many him snaps that? did he take? He played fully against A and M, right? That's the only game he really played. No, no, no. He was in the next one too. There was two games. That, yeah, but okay, and it's his as a first freshman. Stuff. Yeah, it's his first. Well, he sees him in practice. First too. action in college, and you're telling you suck. You got to move. Well, to yeah. Practice. Now, <laughs> to have that opinion is is one thing. Uh, maybe, and I don't know how he delivered it. Probably not with a lot of tact, because he's told the same thing to Case Keenum. You're not an NFL quarterback. Right. When they cut him on the day they cut him, he just brought him in the office. Hey, we're letting you go. You're not an NFL quarterback. Sleep tight. Last year, Jalen Milrow was 31 of 53, completed 58% of his passes, five touchdowns and three interceptions, averaged 5.6 yards per attempt. Um, he just he wasn't good, but he ran great. 31, 31, you know, this year he ran great. He had 12 rushing touchdowns, 531. I mean, Milrow's a phenomenal athlete. Milrow is a guy, and people are probably get a little salty about it, but I'll say in his draft write-up, um, when he's out, he's not coming out this no, year. Isn't he no. True, yeah, I'll what, have to. Wasn't he a true sophomore yeah, this year? Yeah, I think he was a true sophomore. No, no, no. Well, yeah, he is. No, no, he's redshirt sophomore okay. this year. But um, Even still, stay. But, but, no, Bryce Young raved about Bill O'Brien. And when I was doing my draft, you know, reading, yeah. Bill, he said Bill O'Brien was – and I believe that Bill O'Brien helped get him ready for the pros. I mean, you know, there's only so much you can do right now in Carolina, and I do wonder if Bryce Young has – the mental toughness to overcome this adversity. Maybe uh, Bill O'Brien to, to Carolina. Bill O'Brien to Carolina would be nice. Yeah. Yeah, that would be nice. I can think of – I'd like Bill O'Brien to Miami in place of Cristobal would be good. That would um, be perfect. Bill O'Brien to the Cowboys would be a good – you know, if I McCarthy – you know, if, if he loses and, and they Jerry, make a change. Yeah, and, and Jerry ooh. being GM anymore, shut that down. Bill O'Brien, move in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can think of a lot of places nope. I'd like Bill O'Brien – um, I, mostly teams I want to see fail. <laughs> uh, you know who doesn't? You know who, who who's who's succeeding all the time and helping you with your money, helping you for 115 years. Dell, Home Bank, different. Oh, okay. It's different. Dell hasn't been That's helping people for 115 minutes. This is 115 years. It's not worth it. That Home Bank is out there just helping the community. Hey, you listen. Business and personal banking solutions for nearly any need, especially you small business. If you do 
less than a billion a year, you're considered a small business nowadays. How about how about the checking that you have to? It is not as easy as you think. But here's the deal: is Home Bank's been doing this forever. Local local bankers with local knowledge, business and personal banking solutions for any need. And how about competitive rates? Five point four five percent on a nine month CD, or five point two five on a fourteen month CD. The minimum balance is only $2,500. You want to put more in it than that because you, my friends, are getting big returns at Home Bank with a Home Bank CD. River Oaks, Sugar Land, Gulf Freeway, Clear Lake, Friendswood. Visit home24bank.com for more information. Good for business, good for life. Home Bank member, FDIC. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Here, your family. I don't have friends. I got family. Northern Bank of Buffalo Bayou, you will find the Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios at East River 9 and its current occupants, John and Lance. All right, we have not talked about this. Scenarios for tomorrow night. Texans win, Jags lose. Home game against the Browns. You want that? You want that? I mean, it's the playoffs, so yes, but we just saw that. You want home game against the Browns? Or, if they're the sixth seed, road game against the Chiefs. No, home game against Browns. Or, if they're the seventh seed, uh-oh. road game against the Dolphins or the Bills. No. Road game would only be oh, the Dolphins. I'm playing the at home and I'm playing <laughs> Joe Flacco. I'm not playing against Tyreek Hill. The Texans get slaughtered by the, 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 the Dolphins. I don't love that matchup. Because you've got to guard Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. I mean... And You're going to have to play a ton of zone. No, it would be it would be road game against the Bills. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. The Bills would want... be the two seed if they beat the Dolphins and yeah. the Texans. Hey, honestly, the... I think you got, now the Bills have been well. They've won a lot. Actually, I think the I think the Texans could compete against the Bills. It, better you do? better than Dolphins in I think the Buffalo Bills, in this cold. I think the Bills are a better matchup for the Texans than the Dolphins. Not in that cold. The speed is not a great matchup for them. They can isolate you. Mike McDaniel's will get your linebackers. I think, I think they're guard. a better matchup against the Chiefs. You got well. I think everyone is, but I'm just not. I'm just avoiding that out of respect to the Chiefs going to the one of the loudest stadiums in the league, winning there. Um, you're right. On paper, well, not on paper. Like the reality is, the Chiefs are the team that the Chiefs are the team people want to see. Yeah. You're not as like NFL teams won't say this out loud, but they'll let you know. We'd actually like to play the Chiefs right now because they are who they are right now. Yeah. We give them respect, and I'm giving them respect, and you're right. But I just don't want to go to – I'd still rather face Joe Flacco at home. With your starter, uh, with I CJ. I just saw that. Yeah. As opposed it's to – CJ. Yeah, that's true. It's CJ. It's it, Joe Flacco. We cannot be saying, God, I would so much rather see I don't know. Pat Mahomes I just saw that. City. I didn't like what I saw. Uh, I – I mean, Amari Cooper, what you need to do is travel. You ain't traveling, you though. Travel. You don't do it. If you don't travel Stingley with them, then you Well, now, De- Nelson will be back. So Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So that's a big deal, that's too. That's a better deal. And C.J. Stroud, I mean, this is it would be a completely different game. It would be a completely different game against the Browns. And you'd be at home uh, in the playoffs. It'll be loud. People would probably all go to that game. I don't want to lose to those people. I'd rather go to the Chiefs if you want to know the truth. There's no way. What are you With saying? With a gun to your head, uh, you would rather go to Kansas yes, City than play, yes. than play Joe Flacco? I'm sorry. Do you think Joe Flacco right now is a better quarterback than Pat Mahomes? Go he's on. He's played better lately. That, well, that's true. The last five games, he's played better than Pat Mahomes. Who do you think is better against pressure, against the rush? Mahomes or Flacco? Hey, he's been sacked. He's not. We just we look at Pat Mahomes and say Pat Mahomes. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, he the, has not been Pat Mahomes this year. No, he hasn't. He hasn't. But I still feel like he's a Joe Flacco's a, been Pat Mahomes. He's a potential flip switcher, a switch flipper, for me. I look at Mahomes like, but, at any second. Okay, well, what about you're the rest somebody of the who always says he's still Pat what, Mahomes? What about the wide receivers? What about the rest which, of the team? which wide receivers would you, would you rather, rather have, face? Would you rather face Cooper and, and Joku or whoever the hell the? Nah, the, I'd rather face the Chiefs. You? Would you, you rather have, face yeah, the I'd Chiefs face defense the Chiefs. Or, the, or the Browns defense? Well, the yeah. Chiefs are pretty salty. Yeah, but the, but the Browns right now are saltier. I'd rather face the, yeah. the Chiefs defense probably. I just don't want to go there on the road. Te- they, call us the uh, ho- they call us the house of horrors for a reason. 
because the attendance has been so bad. I mean, no, because it's hard to win here. What about this? Texans first down. See? You know how, you know how intimidating that is? When people are doing this banging on the, on the, yeah, the banging bullpen. On, on yeah. the bullpen? Yeah. You can't, it's hard to hear. No, not really. You s- I don't, are you sure it'd be full? Yes. Are you sure? Well, I, I don't like the fact that every time D'Amico, and D'Amico talks, he's hey, like, hey, you know, we're really hoping that those out? fans, you know, we want to see everyone make it out there. That sounds like a coach. It sounds like, you know, Dana saying. It sounds like Rice. It sounds like Dana or Rice saying, hey, and we want those seats full. Like, it's so such a big deal for us to have a home field advantage. Y'all, y'all come on out and fill those seats up. <laughs> well, a, if we got to give away, we got to paper the crowd. D'Amico two games ago was saying was saying that like you know we want to see everyone out there. And well, they didn't show up for the Titans. Are you sure they're showing well, up for was, the Browns? That was, that was you know. Christmas. Oh, by the way, you don't think the Browns would try? You don't think that would be a Browns home game? No, the way the Browns travel. Browns travel. It'd still be seventy thirty, which is high for the Browns, but. It'd still be mostly Texas. It was fans. mostly Browns when they were here. It three, won't be two for playoffs. Ago. Playoffs would be a place to be. First time you've seen playoffs. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no thanks. There's no Christmas to worry about here. Mm-hmm. No, nothing okay. like that. You're not out of town. It wouldn't be mostly Browns. It yeah. would be Texans. Fans. Okay, yeah, be mostly Texans fans. Okay, I'm assuming. I'm not sure about that. I'm really, really not sure that it would be. You're really down Texans. on the people here, John. I know. You want, I mean, why don't you live? Why don't have, you go have, move to Cleveland? Have you seen the crowds? Why don't you go I, move to way, Cleveland? I, the Denver Joe game was the a best. Denver home game. Why don't you move to Cleveland? Because all you can talk about is Cleveland this, Cleveland how that. Denver, I don't want to see Cleveland. This, I'm afraid of Joe Flacco. We know he has Cleveland that. clothing, apparel. More from scared Zoe. of. Oh, yeah, I can wear that. Yeah. More scared of Cleveland Browns or Seattle Mariners. Mm. That's a good question. Ooh, a good you've question. been you've been scared of the Mariners for I years. Mar- yeah, but the Mariners, I saw the Astros destroy them. I saw the Browns just totally just saw the Browns this team. destroy Case Keenum and, and Davis Mills. It's not. It's a different Case ball Keenum game. Won the week before against the Titans. On the Remember road? the Mariners you know, the was the hardest stink. sweep in Major League history. It was the toughest sweep in Major League history. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, you, you needed you, a you were, on. you were down two one to the Phillies on the road in the World Series, but yes, the Mariners series was much tougher. <laughs> Yes, much tougher. <laughs> no, 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 18 innings. I, I remember. I've heard the argument before. Yeah, they couldn't get a hit. <laughs> yeah, Neither. I mean, the Mariners also couldn't score against you that series. 18 innings. Oh, by the way, did you see that the Astros lost uh, a, an assist, their, their assistant uh, hitting coach? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's going to the Cubs in their front office. And he was he they said he was highly responsible for Pena's rookie year and how well he hit. What was he did? What was his excuse last year? I don't know. What he must have been absent for the last year with Pena. He didn't. He wasn't able to figure that one out. That's um, when when you look at coaches on their on their bios. Yeah. When you're reading bios, it always tells you their success stories. Like was responsible for Jeremy Pena's breakout rookie season, where he was you know helped to uh, help to develop Jeremy Pena, where he. Where he was the the ALCS MVP, and that, but what you won't see in his updated bio is it'll say mm-hmm. that it won't say was also responsible for a decline in Jeremy Pena that had <laughs> that had Astros fans discussing whether or not he should be dumped in the playoffs in favor of Mauricio Dubon at shortstop. <laughs> that won't show up in a bio. That was a real. That was well. A somebody brought that. Oh, that was right. It was, it was me. You, yeah, yeah, and 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 Joel and Joel and Jeremy. Poo pooed it and said, "How they, I wanted a, I, I wanted Dave Clark at short. I mean, how? I mean, come on, <laughs> ridiculous." The Astros poo pooed it too. The Ast- well, they shouldn't have. They Although they did pinch the- it for him. Yeah, they they, they, they had to got pinch a dub. It. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they had to pinch it for him because he was awful. He it's, he might be in a nine hole and Dubon might be in a two hole this year. I saw that. That somebody uh, looking at what the Astros lineup was going to be. For some reason, Jeremy Branham put out the Astros lineup and had Jorge Soler in it. I don't know where. I don't know when the Astros acquired Soler, but I haven't seen that anywhere. Um, I would love to see Soler in the lineup. It just—they're not spending any money, people. Nothing. This is what you got. In, oh, by the way, you got Bennett Sousa. Coming out of the pen, your your big lefty. He was now. a he was a baller last year. He sure was for Ten six and a third. Outs, no walks. For six and a third. Six and a third. One hit. <laughs> yeah. He had a he had a whip of. I looked at it yesterday. It was point one five. Yeah. It wasn't one point one five. It was point one five. It was one of the greatest six and a thirds in the history of the game. Of, in ever, he was 
better than Bob Gibson for six and a third. Yeah, probably when Rogers struck out twenty. Might have been better. Uh, Terry Wood. I think that my guess is actually I think we've seen better six and a thirds from uh, uh, Christian Javier. Uh, well, a, no a hit. Year, a year yeah. before, yeah. Yeah, yeah we've seen. But Ben Sousa's up there. No, he's right there. History, yeah. He's right there with the greats for six and a third. Mm-hmm. Uh, time to talk right now about my peeps over at HRP. They are they're, they're the, the, the business that in this new year, you have to take a look at what you did last year. You have to take a look at now you're going to get to tax time here, and you're going to have to figure that out. Is that something that you want to continue to do? If you're a business that's growing and you're trying to take care of your own payroll, you're trying to take care of your own, uh, uh, you're trying to take care of your own taxes, you're trying to take care of your HR. All of these things can lead to disaster for you because you're not an expert in that. Oh, by the way. They can tell you how much money that they can save you. They will look at your business and give you a run of exactly how much they will save you by taking over all of these things for you. And then the benefits packages and the insurance and the 401ks, they will give you options for that because they, they're not in that business. What they're in is the business of making sure that your business is running as smooth as possible. So if you're looking for a payroll company that's going to keep you in mind and have the, your best interest, hrp.net, 281-880-6525 or hrp.net. ESPN 97.5. Stop being a f-ing baby. Oh, the signal, it's, it's all staticky. I want you to do this. I want you to go to the uh, go to your app store right now. Take your phone out, go to the App Store, and download Underdog Fantasy. Um, Of course, you can go to underdogfantasy.com if you're on a laptop right now. But if you go to that App Store and put it on your phone, you you should be accessing it from both spots because Underdog Fantasy is going to make these games a lot of fun. And what are these games? I don't know, playoff football? regular season basketball it doesn't matter they've got they've got daily fantasy for all sports but they also have pick them for just about every sport possible um and that actually does include nhl but i want to focus on basketball basketball you've got games throughout the week do you know how fun it is to be able to watch and focus on maybe it's a game that you wouldn't have watched but now you want to watch it because you've got a higher or a lower in your pick them challenge on one of the players they are going to have statistics uh, for every for for all these different players who have different statistics, go find one that you like to go higher or lower than the total they post, and you have a chance to win between uh, three times and twenty times your original play. You pick between two and five players, and this is completely legal in the state of Texas. It's real money, and people are really winning. Besides just having more fun watching games, it's Underdog Fantasy. Use promo code Lance on your first deposit. They'll double your initial deposit up to $100. You must be 18 or older and present in the state where Underdog operates. Terms and conditions apply. If you are concerned about your gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Go to ncpgambling.org. Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios, live from East River Nine. You found the trench. Get in the trench. Here's John and Lance. Did you guys see? We're live at East River Nine, by the way, where it's open for business. Come on, have breakfast. Come, ha- come have lunch if you've never been here before. Come watch your game here tomorrow night. Get your game on. They have ju- it got a gigantic big screen television outside. Uh, but they've got screens inside. If it's a little too cold to be sitting outside watching your Texans, you can watch it in here. And they got pickleball. The, the, the golf course will probably be open tomorrow, which will be nice. All you need to do is get on over here to East River Nine. If you've never seen this, if you've never seen the view of the city from here, it's awesome. Just awesome. Uh, food is really great. Drinks. And uh, they got uh, Gentle Ben out here. Did you guys see Alan Bowman's got a seventh year of eligibility? Yes, everyone telling me that he was in the draft class with this guy and this, or not recruiting class with this guy and this guy. I get it. Twenty other people have made that same reference. I think what Trevor Lawrence and seven Justin Fields, years, seven years college football. I mean, it happens. Uh, well, somehow, and you know what? Get pay, you know what? Good for him. He's going to get paid at Oklahoma well, the, State. The way you do it is obviously the only way to do it is you have a regular red shirt, you have a medical red shirt, then you have your COVID year, the extra COVID year. It's the only way. It could possibly happen, and that's happening. That's yeah. obviously what he's done. And if he's not going to be an NFL player, then take yeah, your, right, take that money. Yeah, what's he going to do? By couple. the way, did you see he went in a free agency yesterday? Is Quinshawn uh, Judkins the? And people are acting like shocking name. He just hit free agency. There's going to be way more guys going to free agency. Oh yeah, uh, that's all it is. It's not nil. It's just free agency. And Judkins wanted to test out free agency, and so he left. 
Ole Miss and he's entered the portal. He could still come well, back, but yeah. Well, he's a guy that went up. Apparently, he went and told Lane how he wanted the offense to change. Uh, apparently, he did that he, go well. He it yeah. didn't go. Nothing goes well with Lane. Uh, although Lane's doing a good job. Do you guys see the top two names in the portal right now? No. Uh, Walter Nolan A&M. and Evan Stewart, A&M. both Aggies. Uh-huh. Walter Nolan and Evan Stewart are the top two guys. They're transferring from A and M. The third guy is Malachi Nelson, uh, transferring from uh, USC. Yeah, it didn't help Malachi when he saw Miller Moss go off in the ball game. He was like, "All right, I'm, I'm out. I'm out." <laughs> Bye. Uh, the Aggies did grab Nick uh, Scorton yesterday from Purdue. The uh, yep. the edge rusher. Isn't he a local guy? Or not here, but I don't from know. the area. I think it, I I thought that everyone thought that was a done deal as soon as I heard the name because I think he's from uh, the Bryant area. Yeah, that's probably the case. But um, he did was you, one that a lot of people wanted. Did you see that two of the top quarterbacks in the portal, Dylan Gabriel and Dante Moore, both going to Oregon? I did see that. Dante Moore, after struggling at UCLA through a lot of interceptions, several pick sixes. Why would you go to Oregon when Dylan Gabriel? Because Dylan only has one year, and Dante Moore said, I want to sit. He, he played as a true freshman and said, this ain't so fun. So I'm, I want to sit. I want to learn, and I don't That's want. A, you know so what? let let. Why would he leave? I mean, I know he was supposed to be the big name. Dante Moore is going, and then I don't know. I just don't know why you bail he, right away in the first sign of. Do you know how many young quarterbacks didn't have it great in the first year, and then well, like he it said, better. Maybe he's pretty smart in that he's like, I need to go sit and learn, and I'll be much better. As opposed to if I'm at UCLA, I'm going to play again. Well, he got paid, I guarantee you. For well, I'm sure, well, sure, sure. sure he did, but he decided that Dylan – because he made his decision after Dylan Gabriel, so he knew, and he decided, hey, I'd rather – I want to play in this system, but I want to learn in this system Speaking for of a guys year. who have been around forever. Yeah, so let this guy – let Oregon win a lot of games with Dylan Gabriel. It'll be fun to back, back him up and get part-time duty, and then I'll come in and play Okay, so that. how is this working? That is it because of the injunction that was filed? How is – if you're only supposed to have one transfer – Oh, unless you're a graduate transfer. I think Dylan Gabriel's that, been around long enough that he might be a grad He's transfer. a grad transfer. Yeah, he's yeah. probably a grad yeah. transfer yeah. is what that is, yeah. How about Will? Uh, did, did Ohio State win it with Will getting Howard? Will Howard? I mean, Will Howard. That's a, a big upgrade over McCord. Well, Will Howard's a good player, but, I mean, uh, he's uh, not up to the level of Ohio State's been used nah. to. He's better than Kyle McCord, but, I mean, they're going to they're going to be. I like Will Howard. He's, he's a good player. Yeah. I mean, he did he's done well at Kansas, Kansas State, but when he gets up there, they're going to be like, oh, He's pretty good, but he's not what they're yeah, used to. Yeah, I don't to. think he's Ohio State good. Yeah. But they'll also recruit a quarterback. Yeah, so but they, the know. issue is they don't have one of those guys ready, so they went so out and got, got a guy. He's better than – yeah, he's better than McCord. Yeah. Well, I don't know. With those wide receivers and that offensive line, he might be he might be enough to get them back in the playoffs. I mean, Kyle well, McCord two, was, two wide receivers are going to go. Yeah. Yeah, but they still. The top well, two. I mean, well, that's wide receiver. Well, they know. got the best player in the country, uh, at least by one – one side, Jeremiah Smith, like six three, six four, two two hundred plus down. He's from South Florida. There's a bidding war from Miami. He committed to Ohio State very early, then then affirmed his commitment on signing day, but did not sign his papers until very late in the day. Apparently, there was some issue with Ohio State doesn't has some pa- language in their paperwork as far as NIL that he wasn't comfortable with until they figured it out. So he eventually signed. Miami was trying to get him in, being the South Florida. Florida product. Apparently, Cam Ward, who Miami was after, he's entered the talk to him. He's going pro now. Well, apparently, his people said he's going. Now you can, as long as you don't sign with an agent, you can jump out. So yeah, he but wanted he to entered, be able to. Yeah, he, he to be able to draft now. He wanted to be able to play in one of those pre those draft games, like the Shrine game. He's he, going to the no. He's going to a Senior Bowl. He's in a Senior Bowl because well, right, I got to check maybe because uh, because Sam Hart, Sam uh, Hartman, Bo Nix. Michael Pratt, uh, there's Joe Milton's going to that game, Spencer Rattler. So maybe you're right. Maybe Cam Ward. Yeah, currently he's scheduled to play in the East-West Shrine game. The thought was because you can, as long as you don't sign with an agent, you can get out of the draft. He wanted, now that's a new rule, he wanted to be able to play in that game, get yeah, evaluated. I love that, to go play in the game and to decide if you're going to. I guess it's maybe better for evaluators, but, man, it's going to. It's going to screw me over. Yeah, no, oh, okay, it's all about you. Um, so, <laughs> well, I got to write these guys up, and then they say they're going back, and I'm like, what? So, well, not everything's about your no, I got it level. Now, well, no, you either go or you don't go. Well, that's the, this. the rules in place where you don't have to go, and that's so he is still negotiating with Miami. 
So it's still an option. He just wants to see what people think of him once he plays in that game. Huh. That's not a bad way to go about it. You know what? It's a I'll, terrible I'll, way. Yeah. That's a terrible one. You are so selfish. Well, you are I mean, taking up, but I will say this. You like, don't even want to talk about teams that need quarterbacks. You're so well, selfish. Poor teams. I don't want to talk about poor NFL teams. I want to talk about good teams you like talk us about, you t- that have quarterbacks You talk about good. a poor Major League team in the Astros. Not Astros poor. aren't poor. Well, they, they spin like they're poor. No. Astros, have you heard uh, about you the luxury right tax? The CB- He's right up to the luxury tax. Right up to the CBT. Right up to the luxury tax. Yeah. I've Did heard you that not quite get a the bit. talking points? No, I've heard. I've heard. I've heard it quite He's a bit. He's right up against the luxury so tax. So I, I just find it interesting that you don't want to talk about poor NFL teams when all we do is talk about a poor baseball team. Mm-hmm. That, they're, they're poor. That's what I've been told. So I would, I would say the one thing that does bother me, though, is that another quarterback who could play in that game as a spotlight who is coming out would miss out on that opportunity. So that's that's not great if for quarter. I think most quarterbacks who make that decision though are going to have an agent and are going to go because they already have agents for NIL. Yeah. So they have an agent. But he your NIL guy is already trying to get your NIL deals because he wants to be your NFL agent. But in the that's first, how it works. But in the first year of this option, you, he's taking. You don't advantage think Quinn Ewers' it. NIL guy is going to be his NFL agent? I know that. I'm guy. sure that's I'm sure he it's will be. It's a lock. Cam Moore yeah. doesn't have that though, so he's going to he's going to sure play he the game. Del. No, what I'm I'm not saying he won't be his agent, but he isn't his official agent. Right now, so he's using it as a as right. a way to exploit the loophole that's been provided. And we'll yeah, see what well, they're giving them agents now, so they're giving they're giving them agents. Um, Altuve, Bregman, Jordan, Tucker, Yiner, Abreu. That's not poor. Chaz, Pena, how and Myers. Of, how much money are those guys? What making? are we doing? That's Jackie's lineup. Um, Why are we doing lineup? Because this- because we were just talking about. It's just February already. Are we doing lineups? So doing- I, I thought baseball season didn't start till right when the Super Bowl's over because all those I, nerdy I, baseball fans go, "It's our time now." No, no, it's not. Do you think Yiner bats ahead of Abreu? Yeah, he should. I don't know. Not the the postseason that Abreu had. Maybe I don't Abreu care. the be- whole year. Well, Yiner they're going to give way him, better. Now they did say they had more home runs. They're giving him a lot more time off this year. Who? Abreu. That's good. You know what? The, he I needed like it. it when he came back from his injury. He was a different guy. Yeah, but he still doesn't have more pop than not in his bat any more than Yiner Diaz does. Right. Well, it's I mean, pretty Yiner sad. had 23 Don't home forget, runs and limited Yiner, bats. Yiner had 23 homers and like 28 at bats because Dusty wouldn't play him. Okay? Yeah, that's pretty. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that guy plays. That's ahead a small of, sample size. It, okay. it was Christmas but time. It's a ex, but it's an explosive sample size yeah, well, to do that. We're not you, talking about a batting average. We're six talking and a about third. home runs. Six and a third. The no, hol- no, no. That's yeah. batting average stuff, not home run stuff. Well, the holiday season is passing. Did you write your thank you card for Dusty for what he did for Yiner? Um, <laughs> I haven't yet. No, no. I haven't yet. Okay. That was Thanksgiving. You, you better want to get on that. That was Thanksgiving. Was we should have given thanks for that. For, for, yes, we should have given, given thanks, thanks for, for that. To Dusty. Uh, you see, Dusty wants to get back. He's talking to the Giants. <laughs> so, but Dusty left on his own, right? Yeah. Okay. Time to talk about Doc Linville. You can have your own hair. And I listen, I'm going back to see Doc Linville because I'm going to get the PRP. <clears throat> that stimulates the growth. Prip. Yep. It stimulates the growth in your hair. It's inexpensive. It is something that is it's not. Now, the deal grafting is a, is, a, is a great procedure. It's an easy procedure, but it's definitely much more than the PRP. <clears throat> so Doc is going to determine whether or not you are a PRP candidate or a neograft. <clears throat> you got to get to 975hair.com and find out for yourself. Talk to the doc. Get your consultation. Get in there and start getting hair. It's either PRP, which will stimulate the growth, or the neo-grafting, which will transfer the hair from the side and back to the top of your head. <clears throat> You're looking for the best way to get hair, 975hair.com. And right now you got the price, $3.50 per neograft as opposed to $4. You could save like $1,000 on this deal right now, but it's going to end, 975hair.com. ESPN, 97.5 and 92.5. Pitter patter. It's a hard life picking stones and pulling teats, but sure as God's got sandals, it beats fighting dudes with treasure trails. 